A Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 56. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week. On Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes of business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Today, Kevin shares his hard-earned lessons on the value of time, investing beyond just financially, into people and education, and developing a perpetual learning mindset. Before we dive in, I want to let you know that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a six or seven plus figure business and experience a drag or dip in your growth, If you notice diminishing engagement or passion in your business, if you want to eliminate exhaustion and burnout in yourself or your teams, if you sense that you or your company could grow faster or stronger, if you would just pivot efficiently and effectively when circumstances change, like they have so much in 2020, then you've got an adaptability problem. Adaptability coaching and consulting will give you and your business the psychology and neuroscience-backed tools to understand and leverage core adaptability skills through the unique 3D adaptation framework. You can learn to harness and leverage core adaptability skills to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to turn tough circumstances, reactions, and exhaustion into energy, excitement, and excellence for you and your company. To learn more, go to dryishai.com slash coaching or dryishai.com slash consulting. Join me in welcoming Kevin Dugan, CEO and Managing Partner of Altus and VP of Business Development at Urban REI Management, which create and manage ownership and rental properties as appreciating and income-generating investments for clients. Kevin's passion, integrity, and work ethic stems from his eternally optimistic, ever-learning, and gratitude-filled approach to life and business. Welcome back, Kevin. Thank you again for having me here today. My pleasure. And I'm so glad to have you. And just really briefly on Insight Sunday, we covered your transformation, your changes from entering college and thinking about a job or work into thinking about business ownership and entrepreneurship, and then into really more mission-driven and impact-driven work. And if you haven't yet, 
go back and listen to that episode and then come and grab a seat with us again on the business couch. Yeah, it was fun chatting about some of the background story on you know, how my mindset has shifted over the years and how it continues to grow. Mindset is one of the most important elements of just life in general. Yeah, thank you. So on Story Tuesday, we dive deeper into your hard-earned lessons so we can learn from them. And so I wanted to start and ask about some of your most memorable lessons. Do you mind sharing one of your biggest learning experiences? Can you bring us into that moment? What happened before, after, a key takeaway? Yeah, yeah. So I guess one important lesson that I learned in life is how valuable time is and how you don't want to trade time for money. I briefly touched on that regarding Rich Dad Poor Dad on a mindset shift on wanting to be a business owner. But I think one of the more impactful experiences I had is when I was doing a consultant in the oil rig industry and I was in Abu Dhabi. I was in the middle of the ocean on an oil rig. I was there for two stints. One was two months and the other one was a month and a half. And it's a difficult environment when you're working on the other side of the world, different time zone that's completely flipped upside down. You're making great money but feeling isolated in a world that's not quite where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And I remember there being a period of time where I was just so fed up with working 12-hour days, seven days a week. The money didn't matter to me because I couldn't even use it on anything that I wanted to. And Mm. I kind of like this breaking point of like, I need to get off this platform in the middle of the ocean. So it was completely over the job. I went over to like the, I guess he was the captain or like, you know, the operations manager. I told him like, I need to get off this platform immediately like put me on the next helicopter back to Abu Dhabi like I want to go home and it's like if not I'm going to jump off this platform empty talk I didn't jump off the platform Mm -hmm. but I was honestly just at that point where like man I feel like I'm stuck in in a jail here Mm -hmm. and it was more around that restrictions of the money didn't matter I was in a place where I couldn't grow the way that I needed to in this world so Keep that in mind. I know sometimes people have to, you know, they're forced to work to cover certain expenses for their family, for their house, um, food, shelter, whatnot. But if you can free up that time to like a little bit of quiet time to start planning on like ways to find either passions or side hustles, um, it really pays itself off in the long run if you're willing to put a little bit of extra work there. Yeah. So I'm hearing a couple of really, really important points I wanted to draw out and and hear a little bit more about. One is that you noticed that when you were doing this consulting on an oil rig, you felt really isolated and separated, whether that was from others or from yourself or from where you wanted to be or grow into. You know, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. And yep. the other part that I heard was you reached a point where you really become just totally fed up. You were totally done. You felt trapped or jailed. And that was a moment you realized that you really needed out. You needed out of the kind of life that was 12 hours a day, seven days a week, that regardless of whatever money you were making, you didn't have freedom to spend or enjoy the way that was really important to you. So I'd love to hear more about both of those two points. Yeah. So there are so many different forms in this world where like you, you trade your hours in a day to receive a paycheck. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But for me, when I was out there, the fact that I felt so isolated and people are one of the most important parts of my life. I have friends that I've known since junior high school here in the Los Angeles area. My family lives here on on the west side of LA. And that's been a staple in my value system that's really, really important to me. So to be across the country in a job that 
wasn't a job that I wanted to do long term. I just thought that my time wasn't being valued as much as what I was getting for that particular role. And it was six figure money. So it was Mm -hmm. good money. But unfortunately, I felt that I needed to do something else in this world and it wasn't quite being in the middle of the ocean. Fantastic learning experience. Like it's just a little reminder that life is very delicate. You know, time is one of our most valuable assets. And there are constant reminders around this. You know, for instance, being here in Los Angeles and Kobe Bryant passing away, that changed the energy of Los Angeles very on this year where he had a whole nother story that he was about to tell in his life and it cut short mm-hmm. by a freak accident. So don't take any moment that you have for granted. Definitely cherish each and every single like second that you have because time is, is precious. So try and be as present as possible. Yeah, thank you for sharing. I'm hearing that for you. And it's been a process that's happened repeatedly is the moments that have you realizing how precious time is and that when it's gone, you don't get it back and how things can and will and do change over time. And in a way, sometimes there really is no going back to that. And so it's really important to be intentional and present in the moment so that you can really appreciate, enjoy and savor, take out what is happening in that moment. And what I'm hearing is that it really comes from that experience of being across the world in an upside down time zone for you. And also really having lost so much of your independence because your time was no longer yours and you couldn't really enjoy or appreciate it. You were taken so far away from that in that role at that time for you. And again, something you said, which I think is important to highlight is you know, when we do have a need financial security, there is absolutely nothing wrong with working and having a paycheck and being able to cover our expenses and have the security that we need because we need to make a paycheck to provide for ourselves and for some of us, our families. And so that's a really big part of it. And at the same time, being able to take time separately. I know you mentioned this on Insight Sunday when you're talking about your journey on the weekends, on the evenings, to invest in and push and put in energy and effort to create something can then also generate or create on its own that can free you to then explore and create more of what it is that is meaningful to you is so huge. It's a real blessing. Yep. Yeah. And on a kind of side note to that, I'm just a believer that everybody should be investing. And investing is a broad term, but Mm -hmm. I generally say like invest in your education, invest in people and invest your money into something that creates more money. Because if you put intentional effort into those spaces, it'll pay itself off long-term without a doubt. It's really important that people gain that mindset to continue to invest. Mm. So investing is not just limited to financial investments, but investing is in your relationships, in your community, in the people around you, in the things that are important to you, and the causes that are important to you. And, And that is such a big part of it. In addition to, not exclusive of financial investing, but that it is something that goes beyond the bounds of finances and into so many other areas of life. And so I'd like to hear a little bit about what your thoughts are, or if you've learned any lessons about the consequences, whether that's from yourself or from others, the consequences of not investing, whether it's in family or relationships or community or financially. Not investing, I would say it comes in all different forms. And it may be intentional or non-intentional, but I think a reason why people don't invest is, at least on the financial side, is fear of of loss. And Mm. fear is something that if you like, you really start to think about it, fear isn't real. Fear 
is kind of derived from like an older brain to help us survive stressful situations. And fear is definitely very important in some situations, but you know, fear of speaking in public and, and feeling embarrassed, like that's mm. something that should really be thought about because the actual situation isn't as bad as like mm. the anticipation of that fear, the fear of losing something, um, you know, on the financial side, typically you can really counter that by getting referrals to the right people who have a good track record. And ultimately it's a trust game. You need to find people that you can believe in that will take care of your finances and investing in your education. Honestly, we see that in all kinds of shapes and sizes, like from high school to college, people who don't focus on their education. Sometimes that's not, you know, a formal traditional degree isn't important, but everybody has to invest in something to gain skills to be able to at least provide income to sustain a lifestyle. So yeah, that's something that I'm growing in passion to help people learn about financial education because I just see that across the board where it's limited people's potential because they don't have it. Yeah. So I'm hearing that some of the really big pieces of this and some of the consequences are when there is something like fear of loss or that fear of loss can lead people to choose to avoid or not invest. And another part of that, sometimes people may choose not to invest, for example, in something like education. And as a result of that, they miss out on opportunities to build or develop skills that will serve them throughout their lives in many different ways, in many different contexts. And so that really spans from a younger age all the way through and into adulthood and so many different domains and parts of our lives. And what I'm hearing is that it's really important to be aware of the consequences of that. And at the same time, to not just out of fear of potential consequences like financial loss, to therefore just avoid the thing entirely, because that can result in real kind of lack of resources, whether that's a set of skills or it is investments that can provide financial security. Yeah. Yeah. And people should also keep in mind, there's always going to be somebody with more knowledge, more experience, somebody who's doing better than you in any given area of your life. And that's why it's important to really have that mindset of being a student across the board in pretty much any topic, because there's a Socrates quote that I always love. It's like, the one thing I know is I know nothing at all. The older I get, the more I realize how little I know. And mm-hmm. it's, that is a fact. Like there are so many nuances in every single topic that mm-hmm. don't have enough time to learn everything. Being a student in life has definitely helped me find success and probably continue to serve me well in the long term. Yeah. Open eyes to learning is what I see. Yep. Yeah, very much. Educate yourself, everybody, as much as you can. And continue, right? I know you talk about it as being a student of life. And you know, there's so many different kinds of education. There's certainly formal education and there are other kinds of education. It's not the only way to learn. It reminds me of Seth Godin likes to talk about the difference between education and learning. And his way of kind of cutting the difference between those two is education historically and the way we kind of do it now is sit down and I will tell you what you're supposed to think. I will kind of spoon or force feed you facts or information or perspectives. Whereas learning is a process, the way that Seth talks about it, learning is a process of exploring, trying, seeing what happens, taking that in, and then recognizing or noticing and seeing and accommodating more nuance, understanding the world better, and then continuing to make choices and try things, to continue to discover and to continue to to progress. And that's a very different kind of experience. It's very self-driven. 
Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, if you need facts and use Google, we'll know all the facts. So, but to truly live through the experience and learn something will allow you to teach that to others. It'll allow you to have a greater depth to whatever that particular topic is and build off of it if you want to. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. And thank you so much for sharing. So I wanted to jump into another couch round, kick it off with what's one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you were getting started? I wish I knew to ask more questions. Yeah, in, in particular in life, the more questions you ask, the deeper the questions, the more clear the questions, the better direction you'll have from that. So yeah, asking good, great questions. Awesome. Next, what is the difference between a mistake and failure? In general, mistakes are a part of life. And usually when you're making mistakes, you're maybe taking a little sidestep and you're growing from it. Failure is when you actually just quit and you change paths altogether. So I don't know. I fail every single day. I make mistakes every single day and I see them as opportunities to learn and grow. So it's, it's a little bit of a, a mindset shift there. Yeah, thank you. Next can you name someone who you can go to when you make a mistake and they respond by saying, okay, let's deal with this right now and then we'll learn from it for later? Yeah. So I definitely want to give a shout out to like my old business partner, Tim Bell. And you know, he's always been like a very soulful individual that kind of looks at things from a, a very grounded perspective. So he's been a person that I could go to and, and just give some conversation with and get some honest feedback. Awesome. Thank you. Can you name someone who you've learned from their mistakes instead of having to make your own? I would say that I've not done as well about this. I've made my fair share of mistakes and I've avoided some, but a lot of them are the very well-known educators in the world, the speakers in the world, where they share their experiences anecdotally, where maybe I'll make a portion of that mistake, but not fully fall into it. But I bumped my head on plenty of challenges and then just keep pushing forward from that. Yeah. It reminds me of, I don't know if it's an old saying or if it just showed up in my brain, but the idea that experience is the greatest teacher. It truly is. And growing a business remote across the country with a couple of different business units in it is not the easiest endeavor, but I've gained a tremendous amount of experience that allows me to kind of cover a bunch of avenues in real estate. So very grateful for what I've learned over the years. Awesome. Thank you. Next, what is more important, working in your business or working on your business? So I would say that they are both important because in order to work on your business, you need to have worked in it to be able to Mm -hmm. train other people to work on it. So when you're first getting started working in it, it's essential if you really want to get to a level where an actual business that's being that can run like a living, breathing organism, you have to work on it. Thank you. And last one, what's one thing that's coming up for you or your business that you're working on or really excited about? Yeah, so 2020 has been a crazy year for all of us. It's still not over and has a lot of layers to it from a financial perspective. So honestly speaking, I'm trying to position myself as strategically as possible going into 2021, anticipating that there could be some financial distress that hits you know certain financial markets on the real mm-hmm. estate side. So really, it's just keeping my eyes peeled for how to find good solutions that can hopefully help people out, but also that we can acquire good assets at really discounted prices because of fortunate distress from an unlikely situation. So forward thinking to 2021 for future real estate opportunities. 
Yeah, so looking at forecasting, keeping your eyes peeled for what's over the horizon and really paying attention and then using that and kind of leveraging that as a way to help as many people as possible under whatever challenging circumstances we have both been living in in 2020, but might be continuing or have consequences into 2021. Yeah, because unfortunately, there are a lot of individuals like there's a lot of variables in play with mm-hmm. you know the coronavirus still here, the vaccines coming, but that's going to take some time for people to use and also feel comfortable with using. There's historically low interest rates, which helps the ability to loan out money. There's a lot of big investment firms with money on the sideline, but there's also a ton of forbearances Mm. from mortgages and a lot of small business owners that are feeling the pain right now. So it's just a a very odd part in an economic cycle. And cycles are normal things across the board in, in personal life, but on business sector as well. So just trying to be aware of what's going on. Yeah, thank you. And I wanted to also say thank you again for giving us a peek behind and under your success and also diving into your hard-earned wisdom. I think it's really rare and so powerful to really learn from the pitfalls in the entrepreneurial and business world and journey, as well as your achievements. And so I also wanted to thank you for sticking around and listening. And I hope that you gained a lot out of today's episode. I also want to say that, Kevin, I have seen and experienced in all of the chaos and challenge that's been happening across this year, even as you're talking about it and you talk about your journey, it's really clear how much you see and experience yourself and the world around in such an optimistic way. I know that's something that came up also in our introduction. And I just wanted to highlight how much you see and appreciate so many different viewpoints and perspectives. And it's clear that you're constantly looking not just for a silver lining, but for a way of increasing and providing value to everybody around you and to the situation and understanding and really looking for. The analogy that comes to mind is kind of like panning for gold and knowing that it's there. It's like you know that it's there and you're constantly putting in the energy and and you make it look effortless. The way that you really find the gold in whatever it is that it is we're picking up and talking. So really, thank you so, so much for that. Thank you, Dr. Yishe. I appreciate the kind words and incredibly grateful to be here today with you and talk about business. And like I said, hopefully help people with some of those mindset issues or challenges and shortcut any mistakes that I've I've experienced that they can bypass. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. And thank you for sharing that today, for showing us how you learned about the value of time and also about learning how important it is to invest both in so many different areas, in education, in relationships, in community, financially, and the importance of recognizing that Fear should not be a reason to avoid the investing in any of those areas and that there are really significant consequences to that. And also thank you for sharing your perpetual learning mindset and allowing us to kind of soak in and and learn from that as well. Awesome. No problem at all. It's a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. 
I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 